Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia, offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, discoveries, and yes, sometimes, questions. This week, our devotions correspond with Chapter 1, Seeing from the Mountain. Today's devotion is from Anna Randa. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus. Our scripture today is Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet our Heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span on life? Why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, 
or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. One of my favorite family activities is to go hiking. If we have a day with no commitments and the weather forecast is nice, it's the first thing I think to do with Jeff and the kids. There's something so simple and pure about being outdoors with the people you love most in the world. Don't let the Facebook posts fool you. There have been plenty of hiking trips with arguing children and impatient parents. The entire adventure may not always be sunshine and roses, but there are moments along the way that remind me how big God is, how slight we are, and how fortunate I am to be right here, right now. We went hiking recently to Arabia Mountain. It was our first time on these trails, and the granite outcrop did not disappoint. Along the mountaintop route, there was signage to be mindful of the so-called solution pits that are the primary habitat for a rare plant called diamorpha. These shallow basins in the rocky surface contain seasonal pools that grow bright red succulents in the winter and bloom into white flowers in the late spring. I was amazed by these clusters of red plants in the middle of solid rock. I said to Pax, how does anything grow here? He looked at me perplexed and said, well, there are puddles of water and a little sand. Of course things can grow here. I love seeing the world through my kids' eyes often straight and to the point, taking this beautiful bit of creation for face value. Why wouldn't God plant something on a rock? A child's worldview often mirrors a Jesus worldview. Seeing things that some would feel impossible is very plausible. The Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5-7 through is packed with life lessons to be learned from Jesus, and this hiking trip brought me back to the passage regarding worry. If we stick with a simplistic view as an eight-year-old might, a question of whether or not we worry is answered by what we allow our minds to dwell on. Admittedly, I have never had to ask the questions posed by Jesus of what will I eat or drink or what will I wear. Yet even for those of us who are not faced with the concern of basic necessities in life, we still find actual or even potential difficulties to occupy our thoughts. But if God can grow diamorpha in granite, shouldn't I trust that he will never leave or forsake me? Shouldn't I trust that he will guide Jeff and I as we raise our children? Shouldn't I trust that even though I don't know what tomorrow will bring, it can be used for good? As my mind wanders, and Jeff would tell you that it often does, and those wanderings turn to dwelling, I must make a conscious effort to dwell not on what I think I need, but instead on how blessed I already am, and not on our culture's definition of blessed in the sense that I don't want for anything, not a version of being blessed that equates to prosperity gospel, rather from a posture of the Beatitudes in Matthew 5, that I am at peace, I am content, because I am a child of God, and his kingdom is not some faraway place that I cannot connect with. 
The kingdom of God is right here, right now. Do I see it in the flowers of the field? Do I hear it in the birds of the air? And more importantly, am I living it for others to see and hear Christ within me? Let us pray. God, our Father and Creator, help us to live out our faith, sinking your kingdom here on earth, trusting you to meet our needs and willing to meet the needs of others. Help us to see the world around us as Christ did, where we can find God in nature, in each other, and in ourselves. When our minds turn to fear or anxiety, may we be intentional to rest in your love rather than the worries of tomorrow. Amen. Amen.